0: Oh, okay. 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 Advocate for whole shit whole mm. shit. Advocate for whole shit. Mm. Advocate for whole shit. Mm. Advocate for whole shit. Mm. Out. Mm. Advocate Advocate mm. Out. Oh, okay. so,
1: so, 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 so. mm. oh and tell oh, and tell. Well, hello everybody, it, it is your favorite friend in Field with Ashley and I am here with my co-host Crystal. Crystal the Oracle hey. Hi and this is another special episode and we have Antoinette Henry here. Hi hello everyone. Hi so Antoinette (laughs) is very special because I know um, as everyone knows um, last Friday I don't know the date the 8th Jasmine Sullivan's EP Hotels was released um last week and I loved it, loved it. And Antoinette, um, this is Antoinette from Antoinette's Tale. It is, it is, child.
2: It is. (laughs) So I was so
1: I was so happy that she agreed to be on um my little Ho and Tail podcast.
2: Stop it. it. As a fellow podcaster, I get it. I do it too, but it's like stop it. And, I was like, "Oh, say less. Yeah, you want to talk? Come on, let's uh, talk was that like, I was I like, really? I you shit, girl." Yeah. Best
0: the best podcast in the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> I like our podcast
1: because I think our podcast it offers something different to the world cuz Because no, I like to create conversations around sex and for women. And we have men call in too, but our podcast lets people be anonymous and to be able to share their story without the whole world knowing who they are. Because some people don't really like people in their Mm -hmm. business.
0: You know, -hmm. I I didn't say the best podcast in the whole world. I said the best podcast in the Whole
1: world, oh, <laughs> whole world, whole world. I caught it. World. I caught it, girl. I didn't catch that. I can't hear. I didn't, <laughs> you guys speak a little louder. <laughs> I, I didn't hear that. But thank you, Crystal. But yeah, so like, I I love the fact that we allow people to be able to talk and to share and to create conversations. So what that does is it helps other people be like, oh, they did that, or oh, I did that too. It helps people to be able to realize that their sex lives are not as taboo or weird or strange as they maybe believe that it is so yeah that's
2: my little that's a really interesting approach i've i've never i've never even considered that for we i have a podcast called around the way curls which you ladies have to be on yeah um but we just be telling our business with our faces and names all out there i'm like oh maybe we should have And our poor guests, if they come on, I'm like, y'all got to be ready. Like, your face is going to be out here. Your name is going to be out here.
1: Yeah. It's like, I tell my business all the time on my Instagram page. So it's nothing new with Uh me. You know, so I I tell my business all the time. But what I found was that people, strangers, you know, maybe like people who are like executives or have a regular nine to five or because there are some people who told stories of them cheating on their person. Yeah. So it's like you don't, you, you wouldn't necessarily
2: want the world to know. Oh, no. Yeah, I see. Okay. Yeah. Let me, I this shit. Let me subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get in this tea real quick. You okay? wouldn't, you wouldn't know,
1: want the world to know that, you know, I uh, I, I cheated on my wife. Because in the season two that launches, it's going to be launching in March. It's a guy on there who is, op- He well, he has an open marriage. Now, I don't know if it's open that they both know if it's open or if he does open you know how that goes oh, got it. <laughs> but he was telling a story about his situation at a at a swingers club in the threesome. now he has a whole wife at home so i don't you know he might not want the whole world to know his name and that his or his wife might not want to know the world to know that they do this or he does this on the side so yeah so he he liked the fact that he can you know share
0: his story without people knowing his business Mm-hmm. Yeah, the anonymity lets people be more free. Yes, than they would be. But I am loving all of these non-anonymous episodes too, because it's like you. the next phase of like putting it out there and just like having the conversation. So I'm like, I'm loving this for sure.
1: So, Antoinette. So Antoinette. I love Antoinette's tale first of all. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the fact that it talked about the real. Double standard, you know, Mm -hmm. with sex between men and women, you know, like, you know, men are made, are conditioned to kind of just do what they want to, sow their wild oaks. No one thinks anything any different. They're
2: congratulated for it. Yes.
1: Yeah. And then when we do it, you know, oh, she a hoe, you know, or, you know, it's not really celebrated. So I love that. So, can you, ex- can you tell us, one, where that, um, where where your point of view was on instrument's tale?
2: Um, yeah, I was, so a little backstory on me is that this might be a little much, but I actually, my first experience, sexual experience was rape. Mm-hmm. And so I was really disconnected from my body for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And I spent so much time, like my twenties, all of my twenties was spent, trying to be likable and be a good girl and come across as somebody worthy of love and worthy of commitment. Um, And of course, like when I was with my partners, you know, I might flip the switch a little bit. Like if I was in a committed relationship and then it's like, oh, you like that? Let me perform for you. Let me do it for you. And so I just didn't, I didn't spend enough time figuring out what was for me. And then I had these women around me who I caught myself, especially in my younger 20s, judging and being like, oh, that is, wow, your body count is going up. Like I was that person for a while and I might not say it, but I would think it like, "Mm." and then I was sitting here like in my 30s thinking, have I really lived yet? And actually, my body count is higher than a lot of theirs because I keep getting played because I'm trying to be this good girl that's just not realistic. And I don't I don't even have sex, a much sexual pleasure out of that approach. So what am I doing? And so I started to question my own behavior and my own mindset um, my own conditioning. And then I just started to recognize the fact that as I did more work to be more in tune and in touch with my body and in, and with my sexuality um, that I really started to get angry <laughs> by mm-hmm. that double standard. Um, and I was just like, oh, this is some bullshit. And then on top of that, I was reclaiming my body f- because as a young kid, I felt like it wasn't mine as a, as a result of trauma. And so I was realizing, like, I'm sitting here just being for the taking. And that's bullshit. Like, this is mine. If you ever ask me whose is it, it's completely the fuck mine. And, like, I'm never going to tell anybody that it's not ever again. And, like, that is the type of partner that I demand and have to have. Like, if you can't deal with it, I get it. Cool. It's a lot for some people. But, like, that's what it is over here, bro. Like, right. that's where I'm at. So yeah, that's where it came from. And so two things you said that um, struck me,
1: right? That I can identify with. One, um, I, I, I have not experienced trauma on your level. Um, but when I was younger, I did feel like I was trying to perform or trying to get people to like me. So I was doing just stuff with my body or letting them do whatever because like I oh I want you to like me, you know? Yes. Yeah. So, that and then two um I grew up in the south. I grew up in a Christian home. So, and added layer. Huh? I said added layer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, I don't want to say my mama was judgmental. I don't want to say that out loud. But <laughs>
2: She's judgmental, judgmental and a, the most amazing mama. Two things can exist at once, baby. Mama, right. She, right. She won those Christian judgmental women. And so I think
1: for, up until probably, I was probably a junior in college, I kind of just repeated her thoughts and repeated Mm. the things she would tell me. So I would think, oh, I'm like, oh, you doing that? Like, oh, I'm not going to do that. You know, that's, that's, you a hoe or you, you know, or you whatever. Whole time, you know, I'm sitting here collecting, well, freshman year, sophomore year, it wasn't that many bodies, but I'm still collecting bodies by people who don't want me.
2: You know what I'm saying?
1: And I'm doing it to try to get you to like me. So at least she's over here doing it because she wants to. Like I'm doing it for all the wrong reasons.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And boom, boom. Flex, drop a bomb on them. There it is. Right. That's it. Right. That's it.
0: I mean, and definitely, what you just said struck me that both things can exist. Now, you were talking about her mama being an amazing mama and judgmental, but that's the thing, right? Like, can you be a good woman and also own your sexuality, like that Madonna whore thing yep. that we get trapped into? Yep. And it's like both things can exist. Like, you can be intelligent and sensual, and you can be, uh, you can own like your humility and your sexuality at the same time.
2: I, I literally I have a shirt on that says love and light money and dicks and that's our tagline on around the way curls cuz oh, we're always saying duality is the I thing. Need that. I, need that. I know it, it'll be out <laughs> soon everyone. Okay. Out soon. Okay. Um but exactly two things can exist at once. It was really interesting when um she put it out and I was like we were we were all laughing and she was like, "Yeah, you know." She said cuz I I'm the notoriously single one in the group. Like I'll date and like somehow it just, I'm like, this ain't it. Or, oh, I got played again, y'all. But she was like, girl, I've been looking for somebody for you. But when this come out, baby, these men going to be like, no man. <laughs> so all of these men, I got so many DMs from, and it, it ranged from like anger of like, what's wrong with you? Why is it men against women? I'm just like, it's not men against women. I Like the fact that you even heard it in that way is concerning yeah. to me to like the corny ones. is like, I can make you say it's mine, like that dumb shit. But I have to say, like, even in the duality of like me saying that it's mine, it doesn't mean that I'm not a woman that still caters to a man. I'm not a woman that still loves men. I'm not a, like me having agency and me being a self-possessed woman doesn't mean that I don't know how to love you and don't know how to please you. It's just like, it's it's strange it's hard for me to put into words Mm -hmm. and I was even shocked that those words came out because real rap like she just hit me with a text like yo can you send me a um a voice memo of you talking some shit about you know what'd she say send me a voice memo you talking some shit but sound real smart I was like all right (laughs) (laughs) I ain't got you say less (laughs) but she was like it's got to be it's got to be about you know you know you're owning your sexuality all right cool but like she she just so it's all very interesting and the fact that that came out I think is really reflective of where I was and the the just what I was dealing with and like I wanted to proclaim that it's almost like a manifestation Mm -hmm. in some ways this idea
0: it really played with this idea of um ownership being necessary for care Mm. it's like when men say, whose pussy is this? It's like, I have to own it to care about it. I have to own it to believe that you care about me. Like you can't own yourself and still be someone that I trust to be a woman that can be in a relationship with me and be somebody that I trust to be loyal to me. Like if you own yourself, then that is a, a risk me. But the thing that's
2: so uh, go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: No, I was going to say, it's just a crazy thing in our culture, but go ahead. Continue.
2: The thing that's so crazy about that is men are often in my mind, often most, mostly attracted to women who embody that like a Rihanna, like a Beyonce, like, like it's, it's funny. Like the last relationship I was in, he followed me on social media for like, I want to say like eight years and then somehow we f- we bumped into each other on the street and was like, oh shit. But like he could not handle me and as who I was. Like all of the stuff that he like loved, where he, you know, I'm not a small woman. So like I did like a nude curl box um shoot. I was doing like shit like that, where it was like, I'm I'm really working to own like who I am and, and celebrate my body and celebrate me. And like, he couldn't handle it. And it was like, but that were, that was what you were attracted to. And it was just like, actually from, only from afar, I can't deal with like the attention of this. I can't deal with you being like that. And so I shrunk. So I had done all this work and then I shrunk again and was like, okay, I'm yours. I'm only going to do what you like because I'm not loving you the way you need.
1: And see, and what I did, what I have found <laughs> in my profession, right, is that a lot of men like the idea of me.
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: I'm a black woman. I talk about sex. I talk about all the things I do. Don't do whatever they like that. Oh, you know, she freaky. You know, I had I somebody in my inbox yesterday talking about, do you actually live the life we talk about? And I was like, yeah, I get it. How I live it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I've also found that when those, some, I won't say all of those men, but when some of those men actually try to date me, they want me to, like you said, shrink. They don't want me to, to, well, can you like not say that on the internet or like, oh, Mm -hmm. you're going to, you're going to go to, you're going to go to hedonism. Like, what you going to do there? Like, oh, you doing this? Like, you know what I'm saying? But I'm like, but I was doing this when you got with me when you hit up my inbox when you did whatever I was still doing this so like they like the idea but they don't understand I guess like I'm not changing to be with you Mm -hmm. this is this is who I am
2: either you have to be able to be okay with it or it's not going to work yeah and I can shift like I can shift some things. I can consider you. We can talk. Yes. But like the the just who I am, and I'm not even somebody that's out here having a whole lot of fucking sex. Like I'm just proclaiming like this is fucking me, period. So it's just yeah, it's it's very interesting. You're you saying that the liking the idea of you is that resonate? They, they like to me. be able the to say
0: that men are resonated to be. Um, you know that for the conquest, mm-hmm. you know, they are socialized to like be the one that tames, you know. Oh you yeah, know, yeah. The the wild, whatever, and um, and it's very hard to realize like, oh wow, I'm not, I I can't, like this isn't something to be tamed. Yeah, we can. have um, done men. This is the patriarchy has done men a crazy disservice mm-hmm. in forcing them to define themselves by their relationship to their woman. So she can't even be equal and I still be a full man. She Mm. can't vote herself and I, you know, also be valid in this relationship. Like it's a a weird thing that happens with their minds and then they end up with these, you know, docile beings that they're not even stimulated by.
2: I also think they are a, a bit jealous too. I think because like you said, the patriarchy has done them a disservice and as much shit as men talk about like, yeah, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. They're stifled in a way sexually because that's a lot of heterosexual, um, you know, cisgendered men. It's just that. And it's women. And I got to conquer women when like, there's a whole spectrum out here that most of them are somewhere on that. They can't even explore Due to the shit that society puts on them, so how dare this woman yeah. come around here and she's exploring herself and she's doing it openly, and I don't get to do that. Fuck that, you're mine. Like, get in line. And I've 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 come across that as well because I I've dated one woman and I realized quickly like actually, no, I'm I'm straight, got it. But like, I like men. Yeah. Like I love penis. But the the thing about it, too, is just like if I have that conversation with men that um, I date now, it's difficult for some of them unless there's the option of like, oh, would you do a threesome? It's like no, Mm -hmm. I just told you what I, (laughs) I just told you what I said. I like dick. Sure, you want to do a threesome? Let's get another guy. And then I'm crazy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not that I even want that, but that's my point. Is like your your idea of being a freak, sir, is so limited, and it's it's sad, actually. And
1: this brings me to um, kind of like another discussion, but it kind of goes on with the ownership thing. Um, my friend Demetrius Lucas, she posted today about um, with the busted challenge, so that's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And you know, some videos where you see the woman getting ready to do a busted, then her husband comes in and she doesn't do it anymore, mm-hmm. and it's like so. Like her 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 question was, like, is this is this like your man owning? your body can you are you not doing this because you got a man like why are you not if if this is what you want to do why are you not busting it or doing the challenge and I know you know those videos are staged and edited and all that stuff but it's just the whole concept oh I got a man so I can't do the it challenge yeah 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 you can if you want you can if you want to like if if that's what you want
2: to do right if that's what you want to do yeah yeah so that's true yeah some of them are. I, I saw one and I, I I sent it to my best friend, Shanti, and she was immediately mad, like he's stifling her. Fuck him. See? I, was like, <laughs> I didn't even think of it. I just thought it was so cute and funny because he went over and like started grabbing her ass and playing with her. And I was like, oh, OK, that's so cute. I just thought she was embarrassed that she mm-hmm. got caught filming herself. And it didn't even dawn on me like wow. the other idea of that. But yeah, mm-hmm. that is definitely a thing. And especially I don't have a child, but my my best friend, a lot. Most of them have children. And that's a whole other layer. When you're a mama, yeah. you're not mm-hmm. a sexual being anymore, even though it's obvious that I've been fucking because I got a kid. Kids. <laughs>
0: so yeah, you have to actively reclaim that. I actually I have three children and wow, um, uh, it's interesting, like. Um, even things like aerial yoga, wearing g-strings, calling your body the the actual anatomically correct terms, like mm. my and I have a daughter, but realizing like we socialize girls different than we do boys from the very beginning, and even in um, owning myself and owning my sexuality, that I like actually reclaimed that. After I had my daughter, and I realized I was birthing a black woman in the world, and the only example that she would have of being able to own herself was me, mm-hmm. and so it's it's um, that is very much an interesting conversation because it's like as soon as you're a mother, you know, are you also someone who can be butt naked on Instagram? Well, I was today, so <laughs>
1: she <laughs> was, and it, and looked <laughs> damn good doing it too, honey. Let me say. <laughs>
0: But it takes a lot, even having a podcast like this. And people will say things like, oh, well, what are you going to tell your kids when, you know, they're old enough to know like what you do? And it's like, I'm going to tell them that sexuality is beautiful. And I'm going to tell them that there's no magic without creation. And there's like, there's no such thing as living a life. Um, absent of owning your desire. Like, that's what I'm going to tell them. And what are you going to tell your kids that they're supposed to grow up stifled and unhappy and hiding everything that brings them pleasure? Like, is that the world you really want to create in your children? So yeah, it does, does it take a lot.
2: Yeah, it's, it's deep. But I, I think that we're entering a phase where it's being challenged so much mm-hmm. that I'm so excited to see what these young people do. I'm like looking at my best friend's daughter and I hear my best friend saying shit to her, like or saying stuff to me, like I can't wait to see to see her date. I can't wait to see her like just go out in this world and figure out what she likes and what she and and that's across the board. But I I I'm curious to know what's gonna happen in like 40, 50 years. It's gonna be exciting.
1: It is like I was in another um I was in hotels. Um, conversation on Clubhouse. I wasn't in it. I was just listening in. And the, the conversation uh, was kind of different from our conversation. And a woman brought up, she was like, do these stories actually help like the younger generation? Because she said, she works with teenagers. Um, and she said, you know, these s- some of these stories and like stuff like City Girls and Megan um, and all that stuff. You have these 16, 15 year old girls trying to emulate that. And she was saying that she thought it did more um, harm than good. Yeah. And I I didn't think about it from like that. I'm like, "Eh." I mean, I I think I also think that City Girls and Megan make music for adults. Um, So I don't particularly think they're making music for 15-year-olds and 16-year-olds. They're making music from a younger, but they're still adults. They're like, you know, college
0: age adults, I, I, I think about Trina. <laughs> I Kim. Think about what's Uh-uh. It's right. you know what
2: yeah. I mean? <laughs> That's what I Kim. think. Kim, Foxy, yes. Yes. Shauna, Foxy. like, Foxy. like Foxy. Patra. Like, what we talking about? Yes. We came up with it, too. Little Kim taught me, honey.
1: Little Kim taught me. I used to be scared of the dick. dick. I would throw lips to the shit.
2: Handle okay. it like a real hey. bitch. Get out of here. Little Kim Stop. taught me. Yeah, but I... I want to say something about hotels though. I want to I wanna be clear. At least I'm not speaking for Jasmine, of okay. course. I would never try to speak for Jasmine. But in knowing her, <laughs> I don't think that she is putting this project out to say that any one of these tales is w- what is one better than the other, or two should be emulated. Mm-hmm. She is literally telling us telling stories. Mm-hmm. Putting it out there and saying, Y'all do what y'all want with this, but this is the subtext of these women and they exist and they're worthy of a full narr- like narrative. They're not it's these not- one-dimensional women that you just cast aside on like, like, that's not what this is. Like this, these are real people with real lives, and they deserve to be heard. That's I
0: love that about the album, the EP. There was like <laughs> no um. It wasn't didactic, like you were trying to tell me this was a universal experience. It was so individualized, like this is this woman's voice telling her truth and her experience and you can resonate with it or you can't. But it made me feel like there are hundreds and millions of stories out there that every woman, if she had a microphone, she could tell her own individual tale and I just I really love that about there there was no like universal through line umbrella where I'm trying to teach you something about the woman's experience it was just raw and beautiful in that way and I I really enjoyed that part
2: yeah there's no conclusion it's just Mm -hmm. here's the information yeah do what you want with it and someone
1: in that same uh um, conversation on um, Clubhouse, the one I was talking about with the girl. And she said she didn't like how it ended for her because it was like no conclusion. There was like no happy ending to it. And I was, in, and in my mom's was like, well, <laughs> in real life, sometimes,
2: <laughs> baby girl, like, yeah. hello, right. do the work. You do the work. Figure out how you feel. How do you feel? How did it leave you?
0: Right.
2: Figure it out for yourself. Can we? That's the entire point. A- I had a question. Okay, so
0: when we're talking about Antoinette's tale and we're talking about the question during sex, whose pussy is this?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I was thinking, I mean, mine is a good answer, but could we come up with other answers as well? <laughs> you so, know,
2: yes. mine. But please give me examples. I would love to I don't you. know.
0: I was thinking, like, I I saw a meme that said, and we obviously we can keep this lighthearted, but I saw a meme that said, um, it's mine, but you sure are a shareholder.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's not on loan for
2: the night. <laughs> yeah. It's mine, but baby, it loves, mine. it loves where it's at right now. Still, you've been it <laughs> for 24 hours, but it's still below You know to what? Me. It's mine, but it sure does, it calls you home. Like, boop. Right. I it's like to be right here with it. enjoying you. Right.
1: <laughs> That's funny. I, uh. That's funny. So, um, what was your favorite song on the EP?
2: Um, last one. Mm, lost one. Lost one is my favorite song. Favorite song. It gutted me because mm-hmm. it, she's such an interesting human. It, I like. Antoinette's tail is great, but I am not just Antonette's tail. Like, bitch, yes. I am very much Amanda's tail. Yeah. I am very much, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to be Ari's tail one day. I'd want dick that good. Ooh, I had yet to get it. Ooh, been there. Yeah, I want it. There. You don't want it. Um, <laughs> but Lost One just, it wrecks me every time. Oh, no, wait, not Lost One. She, bitch, I'm saying the wrong song. What's the song with her? Oh. Um, girl like me, girl like me. Mm -hmm. I hate myself. Um, girl like me, just because like, I, I have experience with someone who literally said to me, like, you know, I just wanted something different and and broke my heart. And I, I know what it feels to be left like that. And it was honestly that relationship where it made me question like, okay, I was the, I was the good girl. I was the best girl in the fucking world. And this shit still, did not pan out the way I wanted it to. And I left, I'm left feeling depleted and unfulfilled in a mm. lot of ways, mostly. So like that was the shift of like from Amanda's tale into oh, Antoinette's and I'm forever grateful for, for that relationship. Cause I would not be here now.
1: Girl like me is probably, um, the one that I resonate personally with. I mean, mm-hmm. on it is my favorite, but Girl Like Me <laughs> is the one that I resonate with because, you know, there was a time when I was seeing this person, this dude, and it was on again, off again, on again, off again. And he mm-hmm. would like leave and then go back to this other girl or this girl, then he'll come back to me, then leave, and go to this other girl. I'm like, well, damn, like, why? listen, listen, Crystal, don't, don't do your face like that, Crystal. <laughs> True, that's what happened. He would leave me, go to the other girl, come back, leave me, and out. And and like every time he come back, I'll be like, okay, you know, he's back. Maybe this is going to work out. I, maybe you know, now you know, just the bullshit you tell yourself. And then the last time he left for some other girl that he used to date, and I was like, well, damn, like what is it about me mm-hmm. that you feel like you cannot make it? a thing with, but those other people, you feel like they're worthy of a relationship. And like, and when we, every time he'll come back, I would kind of like try different things. Oh, oh, he said I was, I was too whatever. So like, let me not do that. You know, he said I was this, let me, let me, let me not do that. And at the yeah. end of the day, it just, he just didn't want my black ass. That's what it was. <laughs> like, it was nothing. It's just what it was. I, he just didn't want me. And, you know, and I create this space for him to come back and all this stuff. But it wasn't so much they had anything better. It's just for whatever reason, we, he just didn't want me. And that's okay. But I, it took me like, I'm I'm, I'm sad to say, it took me like three years okay. to... That's how it is? <laughs> it took me like three years before I got it. I was like, Ashley, no matter how, how many times you try to change yourself or try to be what he wants you to be. He just doesn't want you. And so, like, I can relate to um girl like me, you know, because I felt like, and, and this was in the beginning of me doing my whole, like, sex career or sex blocking career. And, I yeah, I was trying, I was going to move to where he was and maybe mm. put my career on hold or do something different and just to try to make, because I felt like with him, this was, he was, he was, at the time, he was the best person I've been with. Like, he had everything on my list. Yep. I, girl, I know. <laughs> everything on my list. Everything that I wanted on the list, he had it. Oh. You know, I'm yep. like, if I can just make this work, you mm-hmm. know, and it just didn't. So, yeah, I totally yeah. agree. understand Girl
0: Like Me.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And they'll entertain you, right?
2: Yeah. Like, they bad. will
0: entertain you knowing you're not what they really they want. Wanted. Mm-hmm. And it's like, gosh, that's that's just—it's mean. It's cruel. It gutted me, like yeah. it did.
1: It like, and I was like, damn, like it just—it's nothing. It's I'm not. I'm never going to be what he wants. And I, you know, by the time he realized that, I've wasted years and tears and therapy. And I just realized it's—he, I'm never going to be what he wants. He just doesn't want me.
0: Yeah, I wasn't making faces because of anything you did, I was making faces because I can relate, girl. The, the <laughs> energy of that was moving through my body and I was emoting. Um, but like Lost One is, is probably the song on the album that I feel like gutted me because I think that like everybody in relationships needs to be able to look at themselves and be that honest about what they brought and what they didn't bring. Mm. It
2: was
0: just like, this is just a really, I, I don't know, it was just so raw to hear somebody speak so honestly. And I, I was like driving down the highway listening to it. I had to like breathe through it. I was like, this is hard to listen to.
1: Well, you know, I'm an Aquarius, so we, we don't ever do anything wrong. So lots of didn't resonate with me. Yeah. <laughs> you know
2: what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is a, I said it was so interesting. I, I had the times like, yo, this song is so interesting. You taking accountability, but you're still toxic if, as fuck on there talking so about. Tough. I hope you don't, don't let nobody else though I'm like, girl... You almost had it. <laughs> you almost had it. <laughs> you almost had it, but toxic femininity just stuck in there. Got it. Got you. Oh my god! <laughs> what choice did it have? Wow! <laughs> like.
1: Can't relate. Us Aquarius is we're we're just perfect. I don't I don't can't relate to that song at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, you said lost ones was yours, Crystal, right? Yeah. yeah. So I, I I think the overall favorite of I mean on it. Uh, on it. Yes, yeah, it's on, it's on like it is
2: like on it, does to you. on it does something to you. Like, you know, jazz has been making music for a long time. And I heard that I said, Well, she a grown woman now. Mm-hmm. She know grown up. And it's so I'm so happy she did it because and I'm so happy and grateful to Ari for pushing her. To do it because it's, that's not, you don't hear Jasmine sing about that. You hear her sing like that. Mm -hmm. And then the juxtaposition of like, I'm going to give you these, these super soulful churchy ass harmonies and this melody, and you're going to take it, but I'm going to be singing about sitting on dick and spitting on it. but. But on top of that, I'm going to be asking you why you deserve me. Yes. Wow. Write like, oh. a thesis. Tell yes. me why. Be
1: like Aaliyah and write a four-page letter telling me I why, said, why you deserve
0: this pussy. Like, let me know why. This bitch is amazing. I can, was it? I was so I mean, happy. I did do some real deep plie squats in my bathroom when I was listening. I was like, okay, how would sit on it like this.
2: That's it up <laughs> you know? It's you. <laughs> I'm so jealous of all the women out there who are gonna take that song, put it on, and and have fun with their partners or partners, nice. or their partner or partners. But like, I can't, and I want to so bad. Yeah. I just can't block out the fact that that's her singing. I am like, "Ew, that's gross." It's like, <laughs> I her fucking sitting on the bed with me? Like, "Ew." Said, no, Ew. no, 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 <laughs> well, no.
1: because I, I told the people on Twitter like to play it. Get your toy, y'all play with your pussy. Let your man watch you, but I don't even have a man to even watch me play with nothing. So it, y'all, I, I'm living vicariously through you guys. So yeah,
2: do that. I'm jealous. Y'all have fun for me. <laughs> her voice on it, it, it just ruins it. <laughs> she said,
0: "Ill." <"Ew."
1: laughs> <Yep>. I will. It was <laughs> it was the ill for me. Ill, like, <laughs> ill. Yeah. I also think, um like, I, I Well, I. I can identify with probably almost all the songs on here even like the first one bodies like bodies for me is you know when I was going through uh you know my real whole phase whole phase um and, and I was like all right Ashley you doing a lot like I need for you like you're doing a lot <laughs> like I need for you to let's, let's pull it together I think for me it was I was just go- doing things um as a result of trauma, and not necessarily mm. doing it because I wanted to, yeah. Mm. And so bodies was like, "Oh yeah, that's this that." I remember that time. I was. I remember true story. I was at this dude's house that I met online, sight unseen. Right, went to his house. I could have been dead, by, dead and gone by now. Went to his house. Didn't know do before at all. Um, got to his house. You know, we you know we talking, fucking all this stuff, and then I kept going back. You know, and I was like, Ashley, like, and we weren't using condoms or nothing. I, oh, nothing. Okay. I could have been dead, HIV, nothing. And I remember I was having a talk with myself in my car and I was like, Ashley, you need to quit going over there <clears throat> and you need to quit sleeping with, having sex with, without condoms, at least have condoms. Like, cause you're just doing a lot. Like, I, I don't notice this. Bitch, ice. get it together, get bitch. Get together, bitch.
0: <laughs> what are you doing <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I, I had to fuck in my car coming from his <laughs> house one day. I was like, what are you doing? Like, I met this dude a week ago. We up here fucking with no condos. I don't know anything yeah. about dude at his house. Like, he could have killed me that night. I didn't know anything about that dude. And I was like, I remember, girl.
0: The true story in college, um, there was this dude I had just like zeroed in on through the energy. This was about to happen. But everything started going wrong like everything that day went wrong, but I would just push through because I was going to make it to that dick. And I remember I was, I went to Spelman. So there's this long walk. Oh, did you? The, I did long walk down the walk, down the sidewalk to this gate. And, um, I had leftovers. I had went out to eat and I had leftovers. And I was going to take the leftovers with me. And the styrofoam container, it was like the last straw, the styrofoam container, just like Collapsed and the leftovers just went falling down like on my pants. It was like the last thing that happened. It was like every sign in the universe was like, please do not go to this man's house. And I remember standing there with the leftovers half on my pants and on the ground. I was like, I can tell I'm not supposed to go over there, but I'm going over there and I just need you to keep me safe. I don't even know who I was talking to, God or whoever. I go over this man's house and We do the thing that we do. And the next morning I wake up and he is blasting this like gospel music. And he has this whole conversation with me about how ashamed he is of what we did. And like, it was just, it was probably one of the most demoralizing experiences that I had had. And it was just, he was clearly wanting me to like get up and leave. And I was just like, damn, like you, we do, we just are reckless, like there'll be every sign to not go, not do, like yeah. watch out,
2: and we just go Ignoring for it. We're in the shit of our intuition. Yeah. Like,
0: girl, be quiet. Shh. Right. you too
1: loud. Loud as no.
0: shit. He
1: was, he was ashamed <laughs>
0: yeah. at, at having sex. Yeah, he was ashamed at what he had done. He He's said. one of those
1: Christian saved men. I'm yeah, and I'm
0: pretty sure, you know, he was ashamed.
2: It was the it was the face for me. <laughs> oh my god! I'm pretty sure he was ashamed. shame. I, <laughs> like I, I do, Crystal? A whole damn! You said what? I haven't had a whole face. I fucked up well, trying to think, be likable. Well, I, I think crazy. too. I think this is too. I talked, about
1: I talked about this at one point in time. Is that the whole face looks different for everybody? You yeah. know, like I think when we say whole phase, people automatically assume that you just going through bodies. I mean, that's what I did. But everybody doesn't have to do that. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Everybody doesn't have to do that. Like, I think a whole phase is where you explore and you okay. are having liber- be- being liberated, and exploring, and having sex. However, with one
0: partner, two partners at the end of your whole phase, you make the conclusion that you came to an Internet's tale.
2: Yes. Okay, okay. I did it then. See? You did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. truth be told,
1: the only reason I was going through bias like I was going through because I was trying to overcome trauma. You know mm. what I'm saying? It's not because I was doing it because, you know, I wanted to, per se. I was doing that. Now I have sex. Now I have intentional sex because I want to fuck you. You know mm. what I'm saying? But then I was just doing reckless shit just because, all right, you For know, validation. like... Yes. Like, like with Amanda, you know, you know, I knew that sex is superpower for me, right? Men likes having sex with me. Men see my lips and automatically like, think, oh, you know how to suck dick, right? Mm-hmm. So I know that I can lure you in with that. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. I use that for a long time to get male attention, to get males to come back. Um, but, you know, I realized like, all right, Ashley, why don't like they don't like me. So let me, let me, let me stop doing this and try and try another way. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. See? Yeah. That is, a, I, Amanda's one of our best friends. And I say this, I, I am something, when I see Amanda work, I'm <laughs> like, girl, you are amazing. Like, she, the, just the way she can talk to a man and just make him feel like he is the, only person in the room. I'm just amazed by it. I'm like, when she is on, she's on. And I'm just like, this is the most incredible shit I've ever seen. I need to learn it. I need to embody my shit in this kind of way. Cause I'm like, hi, how are you? But She is over here giving, giving energy. And I just, uh, yeah, she's, she's a powerhouse. I, I think that that might be getting lost in her tail a little bit. Mm-hmm. Where people are like, because it, it is a really vulnerable. It's my favorite tale. It's like mm-hmm. a really vulnerable tale, and I was shocked when I heard it. I was like, wow, she she went there, but like, I just don't. It, that that little girl is a a power house. It's like don't hard, get it when you
0: are somebody that like exudes sensual energy, the first time mm-hmm. I realized I could control. That I I realized the power that I had over a man. I was 10 years old and he was 18. He didn't know I was 10. And so he actually, years later, looked me up when I was of age (laughs) because of one conversation we had. And so when you lead with that extreme, like sacral, sensual energy, as I sometimes do, it is just like in Amanda's Tale where you're like, I know I have this thing that people find alluring and magnetic, but does anybody in the world ever really get to know me? Like it is a really kind of vulnerable spot, you know, to find yourself in. You have this amazing, beautiful, gorgeous power that you almost have to hide to be taken or to be seen beyond it.
2: Right, right, right. there's There's a tweet that I when i first saw it i was like you ever see has something like slap you in your face like god damn the internet is so loud today and they said um uh, what it is something along I'm paraphrasing but they said um, just sending love to all the women constantly constantly desired but never loved all the way through ooh and i was like <gasps> oh, yes oh shit yeah. and like like yeah that's just it for all, for for every woman that's deep but i feel like that power is like it's so magnetic on her and sometimes men just don't know what to do with it and then she can be left feeling like what the fuck you know like what about the rest of everything else but like she it's undeniable on her she just she just owns it and has it and and you can't you can't learn that you know Mm -hmm. like not everybody has it so Mm -hmm. it's interesting
1: and so on that note, we will end on that note. So, Antoinette, can you tell the people? Oh, uh, well, Crystal, do you have any more questions? No, I just mm-hmm. kind of took over. Okay, my bad. Um, <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> so, Antoinette, can you tell
1: the people one where to find you and your podcast information?
2: Sure. Um, you can find me um, on Instagram. Uh, my handle is Antoinette was here. I'm <laughs> um, just hoping that when I leave this place that At least people will know that I actually existed. And then my podcast is Around the Way Curls. It's on all streaming platforms. That is also on Instagram at Around the Way Curls. Episodes drop every Thursday. This week's episode is a doozy where we are actually talking about spitting on it and how are people doing it and... Maybe I'm doing it wrong. Maybe <laughs> so. it's actually a really fun episode. Um, but yeah, our, our podcast is all about duality being a thing. One week we're talking about, you know, financial literacy. The next week we're talking about spitting on it and sitting on it. That's where we're at. So love all and light.
0: things that you need to know.
2: Love mm-hmm. and light, money and dicks, you know? Here we are. I need that shirt when it comes out. Let me
1: know yes, so I can buy yes. one.
2: Yes, as soon as as soon as they restock. I got you. Okay. I got you. And you ladies need to come on our yes. our podcast. We will set yeah. that up. Yes. That'll yes. be good and fun. I'm I'm excited for that. I'm yes. I'm gonna tell Shanti tonight. Well, and thank, thank you,
1: you, Antoinette. Thank you for joining us. Yes.
2: Thank you for having me. I had a lot of fun. And thank you so much to everybody that is supporting Jasmine and Hotels. Um, yes, we need to keep streaming and sharing yeah. this project because baby girl deserves some flowers. They they overdo. Yeah, they so, really are. Cause like, listen,
1: if, if she gets platinum, it's because of me, honey. I don't I've been streaming <laughs> since Friday. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> on
2: repeat. <laughs> Praise God, yes. So Let's go. But thank you, ladies, so much. Thank you.